Hey, welcome to In Doubt. This week we chat with Byron Elliott, founder of Black Sheep Collective, on artistic design, visual parables, and fashion. When you think about it, our aspirations, regardless of the percentage, it is some form of our personality, at least at that moment. As far as our thoughts, as far as our beliefs, as far as our intention, you know, even when it comes to when we think about people wear a certain thing because they want to be a part of a certain scene. And I feel like that already kind of speaks to who you are a little bit. Hey, it's Isaac. Hope you're all doing well. And I hope your summer has been somewhat restful. Um, I've been able to get away a little bit, which has been really nice. But figuratively speaking, you know, the variety of seasons that everyone is in can look so different, you know, between each other, really from year to year. One year, you may have the time, the energy, the opportunities to like rest well and maybe get away, but other times it can be harder. Um, maybe you're in that later group whenever someone says, you know, I'm going on vacation. You're like, please don't say anything else. Anyways, I'm looking forward to this week's conversation with Byron. Byron is a graphic designer that started Black Sheep Collective, a clothing company, for lack of a better way to say it, um, that primarily displays intriguing graphics on shirts. You know, it's interesting. I first got a hold of Byron because I was looking for a Christian who was in the fashion industry because I wanted to talk to someone about how we as Christians should think about fashion and sort of apply the gospel to our clothing. Um, Byron agreed to do this. However, as we began talking, we discovered that the root of our conversation wasn't solely on fashion. So that conversation will be coming up really quick. I uh, just wanted to give a reminder to everyone listening on radio right now um, that you can also subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and TuneIn and other uh, avenues as well. Uh, we have many conversations that deal with a variety of topics, all of them talked about in a Christian perspective. Maybe you have a question about alcohol. You know, we talked to Tim Challies about that. Marijuana. We talked with two authors of a book called Can I Smoke Pot? You know, pretty straightforward. Uh, maybe you're considering dating. Well, we talked with a pastor from Washington about that. What about church history? Uh, we had Dr. Michael Haken uh, with us for four weeks, taking us from the death of Jesus all the way to the present day. It was really, really cool. Those are just some of the snapshots of the conversations we've had. Uh, in fact, 80 conversations altogether. This is the 80th episode, which is exciting for us. Anyways, Let's get into the conversation about design, visual parables, and fashion with Byron Elliott. With me today is Byron Elliott. Byron is the founder of Black Sheep Collective, and it's not just a clothing company, but certainly nothing less than a clothing company as well. But anyways, thanks for being here today, Byron. Hey, what's up? Um, hey, first, before anything, let's just tell us how you met Jesus. We want to know who Byron is. Well, the short version of that is I grew up in church, was baptized at nine. But honestly, I want to say that my real relationship with Christ um, started, honestly, two years ago. It's one of those cases where I've been in church my whole life and I thought I had a relationship. Honestly, I don't think that I was actually practicing my faith or really getting to know Jesus right. up until two years ago where mm. I had to kind of step out on faith and prove his word to be true. You know what I mean? That's good. So That's really good. So let us know what Black Sheep Collective is. And even in that, in your mission of Black Sheep Collective, you do say that, you know, 
your art is really to glorify and magnify Jesus Christ, all that he is. And obviously with Black Sheep Collective, you've chosen the art of displaying graphic designs on clothing. So along with asking you, you know, what is Black Sheep Collective? Um, also, the question is why clothing? And maybe that's a question that you can only ask God when you're up in heaven. <laughs> He's the one that told you to do it. But anyways, let us know what it is all right. about. Well, you know, for me and just the way that, you know, after much prayer and just really trying to figure out what it is God wants me to do, clothing is really just a starting point. I believe we chose it because, you know, it, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing that really matters is is the message or, or, or the art, right? Mm. Um, the canvas and the medium, you know, for me, they're almost kind of secondary. Um, and I feel like with clothing, you're literally wearing, especially when it comes to graphic design or, or graphic tees, you're wearing your beliefs. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like you're wearing things that you feel like resemble who it is that you are on the inside. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but the reality is that's how most people choose their books. You know sure. what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What you choose to wear, who you choose to represent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, the, the things that we wear, they do say a lot about who it is we are and what it is that we believe. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I guess that's just kind of one way that I kind of justify, you know, going into the fashion world. And, l- and let me be clear. Yeah. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer first. Yeah. I just learned, <laughs> I just learned the, right. So I just learned that we were streetwear like a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. Well, I need to embrace that, I guess. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, <laughs> totally. So it's like a lot of, so a lot of this stuff is like, you know, this whole world of fashion is still fairly new to me, but... Well, it's interesting, you know, you talk about fashion and it's sort of, that's, that's in a sense, secondary to the idea that the message, the art that you want to get across to obviously glorify God, that's, that's first, like that is your first sort of mission. And you decided uh, to put those, you know, um, that those pieces of art on clothing, which is secondary, but which is all used together now as sort of as a couple to now, uh, you know, share this message around. But when you think about it, you know, fashion, you know, our world, and you know this, Byron, obviously, it's obsessed with fashion. And, yeah. and you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, like I can wear, um, you know, pants and, and a shirt with a graphic on it. Um, but that doesn't necessarily always mean that's who I am. Maybe it's, maybe that's telling the world who I want to be, but it's not really who I am exactly. But anyways, we're, we're obsessed with this fashion. And, you know, every time we look into history of any time, it's always this, this obsession of fashion. Um, and many people today and Christians as well, you know, a lot of time, a lot of energy, uh, a lot of money is spent on how how we look. So anyways, having really started Black Sheep Collective, how have you sort of understood and how have you reflected on fashion and faith? And do you think, and maybe there's not a black and white answer, but do you think there's a right and wrong way for Christian to think about fashion? I think you hit on something when you said not it being not necessarily who you are at the moment, but kind of what you want to be. Right. When you think about it, our aspirations, regardless of the percentage, it is some form of our personality, at least at that moment. Right. As far as our thoughts, as far as our beliefs, as far as our intention, you know, even when it comes to when we think about people wear a certain thing because they want to be a part of a certain scene. Right. And I feel like that already kind of speaks to who you are a little bit. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. Or, or what it is that you're trying to go after. I mean, a lot of times... People are wearing certain things simply because of the the, the status that they're trying to acquire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, or how it is that they want to be seen. Right. Right. Um, or even to the point where there's a lot of brands that mimic what's happening currently because they don't want to be left out. Like they want to be a part, 
even though they kind of have their different message, but they still kind of look like everything else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, that still kind of speaks to that too. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to dump on anybody, but you know, this is just the way I kind of see it. Right. You know, as, as far as like, you know, just kind of mocking a, a logo that's already out there or a brand that's already out there, kind of mocking them. Yeah. Look, you're already, you know, attempting to attach yourself to that scene, regardless of the the message that you're trying to, you, you know, you're trying to give out. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, so that's already kind of, you know, at least to me, Right. That's already kind of a part of who you are. It's like, I want to look like this or I want people to think that I'm this way. Now, sure. when it comes to fashion and faith, a lot of these things that I'm about to say that are my own personal beliefs, I don't just, you know, these are my opinions. Just kind of blanket it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't believe these to be, you know, everybody's truth or fact or whatever. All right. But, but to me, as far as I am concerned, and one of the main reasons why I started Black Sheep Collective is that my belief is this. If you do anything in the name of Christ or in the name of the Lord, you ought to do it with excellence Mm -hmm. and you ought to do it with as much creativity as possible. The first thing that God ever did was create. You know what I mean? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created what we know as reality. You know, how we judge reality is by time, space, and matter. And just in that first... Just in that first phrase, you know what I'm saying? He's establishing time, space, and matter. In the beginning, there's time. Yeah. He created he created the heavens, the space, and the earth. That's matter. He right. created our re- he created what we know as reality. So he stands cool. outside of that. You know what I mean? Yep. But and then and then and then it talks about how we're we're created in his image and his likeness. And how I take that is when you have a child, they they're gonna have certain capabilities that you have because they're your kid. You know right. what I mean? Yep. They're, like like they're gonna they're gonna replicate or mirror, you know what I'm saying? Some things you know or be apt to some things just because genetically right. they're predisposed to them because of who you are, right? right? And like if I'm a musician, my kid might not come out of the womb knowing how to play the guitar, right? But he's gonna have a he's gonna have an ear for it, and because he's watching me play, you know he's gonna want to you know what I'm saying want to know something about it, right. you know, or or at least or at least can't grow up knowing something about guitars, just having a dad sure. that yep. is, a, is a guitarist. Yeah. And so just just by that, with that being in us, you know mm. we we are make we're, we're creating for the ultimate creator, so we should be at our most creative. And I feel like whenever we are are, are making something, we are not to phone it in. Or to try to copy what other people are doing, right? But we are to do our best to, as much as possible, create from scratch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not ne- it's not always necessarily about slapping a scripture on something, right. Or even just making a Christian version of something that already exists. But you know, but or, or even, and I hate this too, when people try to make you know the Bible look cool or make Jesus look cool. <laughs> right. Look, Jesus is already cool. It's us Christians who are messing it up by the way we package it, and so it's like. If we can just use use him as 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 inspiration as we should with most things uh, with everything that we do, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or, or kind of mirror how he does things, yeah. um, and, and and how we do them, and just present something that is creative and is positive, and can start a conversation. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's honestly I feel like for me that's that's the way to go, and that's the approach that 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 we that we take in Waxy Collective. But with Jesus, you know, one thing that I really loved about him was his parables. He found a way to communicate a totally foreign concept of the kingdom of heaven to, to people who, who had no clue like this. None of this information they were privy to before Jesus showed up. And with his parables, he he used things that they related to 
in order to convey a complex message. So it's like you see something that you relate to. It's not yeah. exactly slapping you in the face with a scripture, right. but it's drawing you in by, by, right. by, the way it, by the way it looks. Yeah. And then the wearer can begin that conversation with them versus just, you know, going up to people, telling them they're going to hell or asking them if they've accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. It's like, no, make something... <laughs> That will actually draw, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like make make real bait for the fishers of men. Because that's my next point is just like, these fish, they know imitation when they see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, they know the food that they're used to in the world. And they enjoy their food because of how it tastes or how appealing it is. And when you make an imitation version of it, that's not going to, that's not going to attract them. I mean, Christians are, are going to love it because they feel like they're a part of the world now. You know, yeah. they can fit in because they're wearing their Christian version of what you've got. But I think our goal should be to create bait right. that is already appealing and has already been appealing, but will be more nourishing. Cool. You know what I'm saying? That's good. To these people. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, now you, you talk all about this. So I really kind of want listeners to get an idea of one of these, let's say, visual parables. So you have a design on one of your shirts uh, that was, it says, inspired by John 3.16. And I, I found the design. When I saw it first, I found it obviously very intriguing um, and was wondering if you could just explain it so that our listeners could, you know, understand what it looks like. Uh, and then also why you chose that design to be your visual parable. Okay, cool. It is inspired by John 3.16, which talks about, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, right? So everybody knows that. Right. The main points I want people to focus on is that Jesus giving his life for the simple fact that he loves us, right? Okay. Yeah. And so 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 the title of, of, of the shirt or the name of the shirt is He Loves Us. Okay. Um and, and I'm just gonna describe the, yeah. the design. Yeah. What it is, it is a hand sign where your pinky and your the pinky, the pointer, and the thumb finger are out, and the ring and middle finger are are or are down, and there's a hole in the hand, right? And blood and blood dripping from the hand. So what this represents is that hand sign is the American sign language hand sign for "I love you." Okay. And the hole in the hand represents one of the many wounds that Christ suffered for us. Right. And then the blood represents the blood that was shed for, for us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so in essence, that is Jesus' hand showing this, this hand sign. When I made it, that's all I was thinking about is like I wanted to convey love, but not in the conventional way. I didn't want any hearts. I didn't want, you know what I'm saying? Like I that's didn't good. want any, you know, I didn't want the word love necessarily. Not, not to say there's anything against any of those things, right. but I just wanted to make something that was completely different yeah. than anything that had really that I had really seen before. Like that was That's my cool. mission yeah. with, with making these things. Like before I make anything, like I do as much, much research as possible. Yeah, That's before good. I actually make it, you know. Right. And and so yeah, I mean, like that was that that is and has been my one hundred percent intention. Right. Is just to create what I felt like the ultimate sign of love between cool. the combination of the hand sign itself, it being Jesus's hand, what he did for us, right. like he, what he did is the ultimate sign of love. And I just wanted to create something that was as bold yeah. and as loving right. as that act. That's good. 
That's good. Um, I want to ask this question. Um, obviously, you want to help promote the uniqueness in any individual to be the person God has called them to be. So as someone who works in uh, fashion, even though it is graphics on tees, it's still fashion, um, and yeah. obviously you desire to glorify Christ, how would you encourage Christians to understand that, you know, obviously being who Christ has called them to be, it actually does start with the heart, but then it moves outward, so it's the whole inside out rather than outside in. But at the same time, how can fashion, and I think we've already talked about it a little bit, um, how can that actually help promote who we are in Christ at the same time? As far as dealing, promoting individuality and uniqueness, the two scriptures that we base our whole thing off of um, is um, 1 Peter 2 and 9 talks about how we are peculiar people, right. royal priesthood, holy nation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, already set up, we're already set apart just by being who he called us to be just by birth, right? Right. And then Romans 12 and 2, it, it talks about, you know, not being conformed to this world, but... Yeah being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, right. and in one translation, it literally talks about, you know, going against the culture, countering the culture. Right. So just in those two things, the first one is saying, you were born, like you were made different. Like right. God called you different. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, you are set apart. That's who you are. So, so embrace that thing. And then the, and then the other one, Romans 12 and 2 is saying how we should actively promote and chase being different than our mm. surrounding. And the reason why this is so important to me, and I feel like this is a story that a lot of people can relate to, is just for a long time, you know, I wanted to be like everybody else. I wanted to do what everybody else was doing. Right. I wanted to be a part. Right. And, you know, no matter how hard I tried, I felt like everybody could see that I was different. And right. regardless, even if I looked exactly like everyone else, there was still something about me that stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And it and it wasn't until I accepted who he was in me, and it wasn't until I, I accepted what it was that he wanted me to do and who it was that he wanted me to be. And then I started to, you know, love him and love who he made me to be. Right. And I didn't and I didn't need anybody's acceptance anymore. Sure. That's good. Now as far as, you know, uh fashion that desires to glorify Christ, you know, trying to encourage other Christians. Right. Um, I think it's just a thing that sometimes I feel like a lot of people can feel embarrassed or ashamed because the world, you know, at least from our perception, yeah. does not agree with the things of Christ. They don't want to be seen as a weirdo. Right. They don't want to be made fun of. They don't want to be ridiculed. And that's totally understandable. Yeah. Um, but it does take a certain amount of faith and a certain amount of boldness to just say to yourself and to those others, listen, I don't care what you think about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, at the end of the day, you can't get me into heaven. You can't save me. I think that's what really did it for me. It was just like, why am I so worried about the thoughts and opinions of people? Right who who have not done what Christ has done for me. Right. So even in this reality, there is so much more that we have not seen. And we're an atom on a speck of dust right. floating in, 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 in the galaxy. Yeah. And God made all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he and he made you and he knows you and he says that you are his. And he even he even went as far as turning himself into and Adam on a speck of dust to save all these other atoms right. on a speck of dust. Like when you think about that, yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah. literally oh, yeah. nothing. Like like our lives are but vapors. Yeah. And he killed himself yeah. to save to save us so that we can be with him. You know what I mean? It's like when when you really put things into, into perspective, the thoughts and feelings of, of your of your fellow atoms, they want like they wane in comparison. Yeah. And so if I want to matter here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I, if I want to do something that matters, I want to do something that impacts other people's lives. I want to do something that means something besides just, you know, the the chase for more fame or fortune or money or just, you know, the 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 other mundane things that we do to to be seen or just to pay bills or just to live the American dream or the Canadian dream. I don't know if it's different from the American dream. <laughs> pretty same. You know, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty close. Yeah. But you know, like those things are so, so minuscule in yeah, comparison. Totally. And like, I would rather my, my life and my life's work be for, you know, doing that and showing other people who he is, That's good. you know, not just to, not just through scripture, but through my actions, like yeah. being that light. And I, and I would encourage anyone who is feeling that way. They're feeling that pool. And that's ultimately what I want Black Sheep Collective to be. Is like, like, you are different. You feel different. And there are some things that you're dealing with in your life that yep. they might not look good to somebody else. Right. Um, but, but if God is pulling you into a certain direction yeah. and giving, and giving you a certain perspective, not only you're doing yourself an, in, an injustice by not following what God is, is asking you to do, but you're possibly doing hundreds of thousands, heck, not even maybe even millions of people an injustice by not acting on what it is God tells you to do. Right, totally. Whatever it is that he's, 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 he's pulling you towards, yeah. it's not just about you, and it's not just for you. And I know it's scary because I'm doing it too. Yeah. I know it's terrifying to do those things, but I promise you there is nothing more fulfilling that you could ever possibly do. And just the thought about possibly saving or touching someone who is thinking or has thought like you and bringing them to the light, even if it was just one person, that that's more than worth it. I mean, even if one person bought a shirt, I know that that one person believed that the believed in the message that was in that design yeah. and that is impacting them. And in return, they are impacting others. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, Byron. I think that that's important to actually flesh it out and really get I, pretty much throughout this whole conversation, you've really taken... Um, like we haven't really talked about fashion much, which, you know, in reality, that's okay because you've just pretty much gone to the root of everything, the foundation of why we do those things that we do anyways. Um, and really the foundational truths and principles that we ought to be thinking of before we even consider what we put on our bodies in general. So Exactly. I think ultimately in everything that we do, you know, especially for those people who like to say only God can judge me, right? <laughs> if that is the case you know, then before you do anything, you should say to yourself, is God pleased with what it is I'm thinking about doing what I'm about to do? Right. Even if it's wearing clothes and things of that nature. But just, you know, first of all, just wearing something that represents him. Yeah. Like for me, now this is just me, like I'm so sold out for God, or at least I am really trying my hardest to be. Yeah. That, I want I want to wear him and I want to put myself in these situations yeah. to talk about him. Like that's what's important to me. And it's not even necessarily to like tell somebody how wrong they are 
or whatever the case may be, I would never do that. Right, right. <laughs> I would never, I would never do that because, because I, you know, I just don't believe that's that's the way that sure. that Christ would approach yeah. those types of things. Anyway, yeah, he only really dealt with hypocrites that way. Right, but not even necessarily to show somebody a scripture, but just to mirror who Christ is and what is right. he? He's 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 bold. He's loving. He's compassionate. He's creative. Right. You know what I'm saying? He cares about you. He cares about your soul, and he doesn't he doesn't care about your color or your 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 background he just wants you you know right. what i mean and yeah. it, and and he and he wants to promote things like peace and love he wants right. to promote things like individuality and mm-hmm. and you know and being who god called you to be you know going down that road that doesn't necessarily look pretty but at the end of that road man there's something beautiful for you yeah. like that's what i want to represent totally like, that's yeah. what i want to be and i want other people to want to feel that way and to want to represent that thing that's and great. just to spread this whole idea love it that's awesome um, thank you so much, Byron, for your time, uh, your wisdom in this area specifically. And if you're listening right now and you're interested, uh, maybe, you know, obviously this graphic design that we've talked about, the, the graphic design that's called He Loves Us, if that's interesting to you, um, check out Black Sheep Collective. I'm going to put the link uh, on our episode page. But also, if you want, you can type in uh, com. It's like Black Sheep without the vowels and then adding the, the CO at the end. But anyways, I'm going to put that all in the episode page for you to check out. But anyways, again, thank you so much, Byron, for your for your time. My pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. That was Byron Elliott from Black Sheep Collective. Maybe you heard something during today's conversation that sort of piqued your interest or maybe you maybe you disagreed with it, which would be awesome. Uh, whatever the case may be, we'd love to hear from you. You know, our mission at In Doubt, which if you've been a listener for a while, you know this, but maybe you're a new listener. Um, our mission at In Doubt is to bring the gospel into the many relevant issues of life and faith that we experience every day um, to cultivate conversation. You know, many profound moments in the gospels derived from conversations. You know, it's amazing uh, what conversations can accomplish. Some for good, some not so much. You know, I think of Jesus and Nicodemus in John 3. You know, a fascinating conversation that hopefully led to Nicodemus's consideration of who Jesus uh, is and maybe his salvation as well. Uh, You think of Jesus' conversation with his disciples upon hearing about Lazarus' death in John 11. Again, really interesting conversation. You know, we know at In Doubt that conversations hold a power. So when we bring the gospel into conversations, we're, we're praying for powerful things to happen. Anyways, like I said, if something maybe made you think, let us know and then talk to someone about it. You know, message us on Facebook or hit us up on Twitter um, if that's the case. I also wanted to let you know about some future issues that we're going to be discussing on In Doubt, or topics, I should say, as well. Um, to flesh out the summer, we're having a conversation on spiritual disciplines with a popular Christian author, Don Whitney. Uh, we're talking with singer-songwriter Sandra McCracken on faith and music. Uh, we're getting, again, into the Reformation with Ben Virgo from England. Um, we're talking with Justin Brierley again, as well, who was on the show last fall. He's the host of Unbelievable, a popular podcast, um, and we're going to talk about his new book called Unbelievable, Why After 10 Years of Talking with Atheists, I'm Still a Christian. 
Intriguing, right? And then we're going to be taking two weeks to get into a Christian perspective on mental health. Uh, and then we're going to be going deeper into anxiety and depression in that two weeks as well. Um, you know, anxiety and depression, these are two titles, um, if you will, um, that we hear from lots of people. So we want to get a Christian perspective on that by a professional as well. So as you can tell, we have some pretty exciting and important conversations that are coming up in the near future. Um, if In Doubt is a ministry that you'd be interested in supporting financially, we'd be so grateful. Um, everything we do at In Doubt is given at no cost, but obviously it costs us a lot to do that. Um, all you have to do is click the donate button at indoubt.ca if you live in Canada or indoubt.com if you live in the States. Well, that wraps up In Doubt. I'm Isaac, and next week we chat with Don Whitney on spiritual disciplines. Ministries exist to bring a biblical perspective into the relevant issues of life and faith that young adults face every day. For more information, check out indo.ca if you live in Canada and indo.com if you live in the U.S.